the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. So I ended the last segment teasing that there's going to be a remake of Red Dawn. Patrick Swayze's Dead probably is the greatest film of all time. And uh, the remake is going to be slated to come out September 24th, 2010. And they've already got the cast going. It's going to be set in Spokane, Washington. And guess who the bad guys are going to be? It's going to be the Chinese this time instead of the Russians. And the Russians will come and help later in the film uh, to, you know, clearly throw in the whole communist are bad and evil. Josh Peck and Adrian Pilecki are going to be starring in it. And that's about all I got for you. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639. You're listening to The Rob Black Show, 910 AM. It's The Rob Black Show, 910 AM. This hour, I'm going to talk a little bit about Apple TV. I'll get to it. We'll talk about some health insurance mistakes that you probably want to try to avoid. Uh, First hour, I'm a little bit more geared towards Wall Street and investments. Second hour, I sort of stretch my legs, so to speak, and I'll talk TechCrunch50, for instance. We'll also talk about California Governor. He's in the news today as well, but first and foremost, let's go to a phone call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Barry, you're in Belmont. Hey, what's up, Rob? Uh, yeah, I'm a boat owner, and I disagree with the douche comment. Um, what, what's your problem with boats? My boat was a sound investment. It's better an investment than a Rhodesian Ridgeback. I love my 325-pound Sunrise yellow boat. Um, it definitely cultivates happiness when I take it out to the bay. Okay. Is this your real voice? Yeah, I'm sick. I am from Virginia, but I'm sick. What part of Virginia cold. from? I uh, don't want to disclose it because when I left, I had some problems and some people are looking for me. <laughs> you're making that up. I'm not making it up. I really am sick. That's why I sound a little off. No, you're making it up that some people are looking for you. Well, not like for murder or anything. I mean, just for debt and stuff like that. Okay. So how do you st- a, how do you st- how do you stay off the grid if you owe people for debt? They're going to put liens. They're going to sue you. Do, are you do you work for like waiter and waitressing kind of money? Well, it's like uh, ex wife's family, and it's not like a lot of money. It's, I borrowed money, and I know I paid it back, and they're they're putting they're putting tariffs on it and all kinds of crap. Okay. Now, your boat that you have, you go out on the bay every week? I love my kayak. I do. Oh, it's a kayak? Yeah, it's, well, it's a boat kayak. It's sunrise yellow kayak and fiberglass. And I'd recommend getting one if you think a boat owner's a douche. I, I never said a boat owner's a douche. Heidi said the boat owner's a douche. Well, I know. It seems like you agreed. I'm not, I'm not, like, disrespecting you or Heidi. I like you guys, you two both, but... Well, <laughs> In this case, yeah, in this case, you got to understand, Chad's the douche, not boat owners in general, but Chad likes to go out on the boat. He likes to bring his friends. It's kind of like, ooh, look how wealthy I am. So it's kind of a douchey kind of thing. Well, if they eat that gourmet cheese that costs way too much money, then, yeah, definitely, Chad, you're a douche. But 
I like his advice he has, so I don't suggest he's a douche. What what advice has Chad thrown out there that you like? Well, I just I, I think I agree where you should not uh, just trust anybody and hand over hand over a place. You know, you gotta you gotta make sure it's a sound investment before you do it. Okay. Well, Barry, invite me out at some point in time, and I'll go out on the boat with you, and I'll let you know if you're a douche or not. Uh, if you got a kayak, we could launch sometime. Just hang out on Alcatraz. It's a lot of fun. I'd invite you out any day. Yeah, Heidi just chimed in with a question. Is this Joey? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> this is Joey. Yeah. So how do you like how do you like that one? That was Tackle Box Barry. Tackle Box Barry. That's a character that you're playing. Check this one out. Uh, this is Martha Kessner, and I just smashed a butterfly with the tennis balls on the bottom of my walker. Nice, nice, nice. Can you do me a favor and call um, Gil Gross's show with that voice? I don't know who that is, man. Ah, he's on KGO. He's a big douche. He's uh, kind of bloated as well. I'm going to use a bingo marker and use it for a fist pack and pop him in the eyebrow. How about that? So you got two characters. You got Tacklebox uh, uh, Barry, and who else do you have? You got the, the Mark- Martha Kissner. Martha Kissner. And I got Jimmy Tickles. This is Jimmy Tickles, and I just got a rusty tongue ring from bringing it in the bathtub, and I should have took it out and put it on the medicine vanity. Rusty tongue ring. Next to the teeth whitener. Do you like um, chicks with tongue rings? No, dude. They suck because it always feels like you're going to break your teeth. You're going to break the cavities off your your wisdom teeth. Cavities off wisdom teeth. Do you have, uh, have you had your wisdom teeth taken out? Um, one of them, because it, it, it had decay on it and looked the color of a uh, Windex, so I had to pull it. But I have three. That was the the right back. Yeah. Do you know when they take out your wisdom teeth, they dislocate your jaw, and your jaw, like, falls 180 degrees? Um, well, when they did with me, I had a big mouth, so they, they had, uh, it, it was very prob- probable that, um, I had no problems, and the dentist told me that. Joey, that. do you have the internet? Yeah, man. So if you go to debdebdeb.talk910.com, there's a new poll. It's no longer as Chad a douche as Joey a douche. Uh, well, Chad's not a douche, so if I help out Chad, then right on, because I'll, I'll take the heat. I'll take the chronic illness for Chad. Chad's a cool dude. Um, <laughs> I got your back, Chad. You too, Rob, you know? And and Heidi, too. I got I got her back, too. How about so. Jen? I don't really know Jen, but Jen's I, don't new. Want to be fake. I don't want to be fake and say, hey, I got your back like shoulder blades, Jen, because I don't know you. Now, if you're hot and you got a good lower back tattoo that does not look like grizzly bear feces, because some chicks have lower back tattoos that look like grizzly bear feces, I will give you a back massage. You know, my favorite tattoo is um, this girl I've seen. She's got, like, birds coming out of her, I guess you could say hip line, up up towards her belly, the, the, the side of her body. Um, she's got these birds and it. it's like a, it, it's basically coming, 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 flying, 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 flying. So it, it's, it's five different versions of it and it opens up as it gets bigger. I'm not a big tattoo uh, guy, but on occasion they're, there's, they're intriguing as all hell. I don't know that one. I do know the birds of paradise tattoo. Some chick had, it was a custodian's daughter and she was, she was, uh, she was garbage, but yeah, that's cool, man. Custod- hey, go pee pee, go pee pee, go to the bathroom watching this girl's, uh, Boxer dogs are pretty cute. Go to the bathroom. Now. Now, Salami. Dog's name Salami. Thanks very much, Joey. Or Barry. Or Martha. 
whoever you are. Thanks for calling. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. That's the future of America, ladies and gentlemen. Now, California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger in the news. He plans to veto landmark renewable energy legislation that was passed by state lawmakers over the weekend. He's going to introduce his own renewable energy plan. The California legislature uh, early Saturday approved a pair of bills that would require the state's utilities to use renewable energy like solar and wind power for a third of the power they sell by 2020. Seems aggressive, right? Now, the proposal is a key goal in the state's 2006 plan to combat climate change and uh, the central theme of Schwarzenegger's administration. Aides to the governor say he was dissatisfied with the details of the legislation and then he plans to pursue an expanded renewable energy mandate through administrative proceedings. Schwarzenegger spokesperson Aaron McClure. Car. You know, there's that talk like a pirate day. I want to swear like a pirate day, but we can't do it on this show because we have a little thing called the FCC that we have to play by. But uh, Schwarzenegger said the governor would issue an executive order outlining his plans for renewable energy. Uh, another Schwarzenegger aide said he would definitely veto the legislation over concerns about the cost. And ultimately, the cost, according to his group, is even though we'd mandate these changes, it would allow the utility companies to jack up prices aggressively, and he doesn't like that. To get your calls on the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. A couple upgrades today. Uh, before I get to the upgrades, how about this for a business? I want to talk about one business each and every day that's kind of unique that you can learn something from, like Best Buy, should you buy it or not. Um, like utilities, are they valuers or not? I want to have one central sh- stock or retail sector or sector that I talk about and give you some insights on a daily basis. Today, it's a stock that is interesting and slightly compelling. I'm going to get to that in the next break, as well as I'm going to talk a little tech crunch. There's a cool technology coming out of tech crunch that you're going to want to know about because it is a game changer. Let's go to Paul in San Francisco. Paul? Uh, Rob, I ran a business section this Sunday about Chevron, um, and they're um, they're going to uh, get into 40 trillion cubic feet of natural gas uh, down somewhere in Australia, and they're going to ship this to Japan and China. And so, would that be uh, a good uh, investment to buy Chevron? Um, first and foremost, I'm not going to get into that whole natural gas story because to me, yeah, big deal. You see stories like that on a regular basis. As far as Chevron goes, let's pull up the numbers on it. I want to take a look at the valuation. Obviously, you know, the big players are Chevron, Exxon, uh, British Petroleum, Total, and Petrobras. Now, Petrobras is Brazilian, Total is uh, French, but European Union. When you buy the Chevrons and the Exxons, you have to be careful because they're based in dollars. So because the devaluation of the dollar, their earnings are devaluing as well. So... If you think the dollar is going to go up in the next three years, then you would probably want to buy a Chevron. If you think the dollar is going to go down in the next three years or the euro or um, whatever currency you care about, if you think that's going to, you know, it takes into effect because these guys are that big. Um, so would I own a Chevron? I probably would. Right now, I'd prefer that you own foreign oil companies until we decidedly have made a bottom in the dollar. I just think it's the better way to play. I think psychologically it's the better way to play. As far as the natural gas versus the oil angle, these guys are so big, and they make billions and billions and billions of dollars on a regular basis. And one quarter it may be $9 billion, Another quarter it may be $18 million. So what you're going to have to figure out is which one do you want to own and why. Um, I would say Exxon is probably the most beloved company 
as far as American oil goes. Uh, they got a great dividend. They do great cash buybacks. Um, you know, they're they're acting like a good corporate citizen for their shareholders. Now, for the environment and other issues, people hate them. But uh, Chevron trading at seventy dollars. It's had a high this year of ninety, a low of fifty-five, three point eight percent dividend. I think it's a nice play on energy, but I I find others more intriguing at this point in time. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 9, 10 a.m. 9, 10 a.m. It's Rob Black Show. I'm going to jump on the live blog, talk910.com, talk910.com. The poll today is, is Joey a douche? 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639. More stimulating talk. Ahead at noon, Glenn Beck. Now, Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. A little tech crunch. Tech crunch is going on in San Francisco. So, anyone time I talk technology, Mr. Roboto comes to mind. One day, technology will rule the world and robots will be the kings and we will be their servants. Pen and teller card trick for your iPhone. Okay. Tech crunch. You know, this is the type of stuff you get. Robotic toys that tell your children stories when prompted online. So you can get basically online and have a robot tell your kid a story. That's kind of creepy. It's, it's more than creepy. But TechCrunch is basically this, this event that happens once a year, and it allows people who've developed a cool tech idea to pitch it to entrepreneurs. Now, you might have seen that god-awful show called The Entrepreneur. You might have seen what what they're trying to get out during the summertime of pitch a great business idea and we'll have these these wealthy super investors fund you or not fund you. Anyway, garbage. TechCrunch is good stuff. Uh, a few products. And if you win, you get $50,000. You also get potential partners. You get investors. You get buyers. So it's kind of – it's cutting edge. 1,600 techies, entrepreneurs, and investors, they, you know – Get in on the Concourse Center in San Francisco for the two-day event. 200 companies showcase their products in what's called the Demo Pit. I like that, the Demo Pit. So top prize gets that $50,000. You have to pitch it in front of judges. So, so far, the best one that's come out of TechCrunch this year is called Clicker.com. What is Clicker.com? Go to Clicker.com. It's sort of a TV guide for a widening array of video programs that are online. It's a TV guide for Hulu for YouTube, for network websites, and much, much more. So you know how we keep saying fewer and fewer people are watching TV, primetime television. We're watching content online that was at one point in time purposed for television, but it's been repurposed on the Internet. Now, how do you know about all these programs? Well, that's what Clicker.com is trying to do. Um, they do some online crawls. They do some advertising relationships. Um, they've compiled a full broadcast television programs. They've got like, for instance, uh, on the program guide, you can see all six episodes of Seinfeld at TBS.com. So TBS.com has six episodes of Seinfeld that you could watch anytime you want. The puffy shirt, the soup Nazi, um, things along those lines. And it, it goes to all these sites and it aggregates the content and comes back and tells you what is out there. Now, another one that's Interesting. Again, that's clicker.com. Another one that's interesting that's coming out of this tech show is called Toy Bots. 
These are robotic dolls that look like the blue gizmo from Gremlins, and they sound just like Elmo. Now, here's the crazy thing. It's basically an iPhone, 3G network, GPS, and it's controlled online for remote storytelling for gaming and learning applications. So it's, it's kind of a robot for your baby. It's kind of weird. Kind of creepy, to be quite honest with you. A couple other things are coming out. Those are the two big notable ones. Uh, but like Google's using this uh, tech show as an opportunity to say, hey, let's let's show the world what we got. Let's show the world what we're creating. They got a new experimental product called Google Fast Flip. It's designed to allow readers to quickly browse news articles online, typically like flipping a magazine. I kind of get that. I haven't seen the product, but I get where they're going out with that. So they've partnered with three dozen developers uh, and publishers to develop the product in the New York Times, the Washington Post, Salon, and Fast Company. Another uh, big announcement came from Microsoft. They went live with the visual upgrade to their Bing search tool, which allows users to shop for things like cameras and handbags by scrolling through photos of the products or filtering by price, brand, and other criteria. So it's just another uh, not evolution. It's not a revolution. Maybe it's... Uh, Another level up. I'm not even going to call it an evolution. And Mint.com announced yesterday at TechCrunch. Well, actually, Mint.com won TechCrunch two years ago. Mint, we've had the uh, CEO and founder on the show, Aaron Patzer. So he won TechCrunch two years ago, got that $50,000 in funding. Guess what he agreed to do yesterday with Intuit? He sold Mint.com to Intuit for $170 million. Two years ago, he was just a scrappy, young, good-looking dude. And he just won $50,000. Probably got a little drunk, got a little little action, was pretty happy. Now he sells his company for $170 million. Stunning what could come out of TechCrunch as far as investments and as far as ideas go. So TechCrunch going on in San Francisco. We'll get the winner tonight. But it looks like um, Clicker.com is something that you want to get in on sooner rather than later. Get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Now, I want to go over one more stock idea of the day. And these are things that hopefully we can learn a little bit from. Now, we all know companies like Intel. We all know companies like General Electric. We all know companies like Citigroup. You know, okay, we get the idea. A lot of people want to own those kind of companies. They're familiar. But how about some of the non-familiar ones? There's a company where business is smoking. It's called Schweitzer Moda. I know I'm mispronouncing it because it's got some UITs in it and things like that. It's one of the world's largest suppliers of fine papers for the tobacco industry. Did you know that you could invest in a company that makes paper for cigarettes? Crazy, right? Now, approximately 90% of the company's sales come from tobacco-related products, including cigarette wraps, plug wraps, which are used to wrap filters, and tipping paper, which is used for joining the filter to the rest of the cigarette. Now, as well as the reconstituted tobacco leaf, which is blended with virgin tobacco by cigarette manufacturers. So their products include drinking straw wraps, lightweight printing paper, business forms. They sell their products in Europe. They sell their products in America. They sell their products in Asia. It's three-quarters of its sales outside the United States. So it's not completely dependent upon the United States. It's an international investment. Now, Schweitzer Modi... Uh, what can I throw out there? Revenue is $655 million three years ago, up to $714 million, up to $767 million. That's pretty good. We're in a recession, and the company is growing their revenues pretty intelligently, right? You would say, I'd, I'd want me some of that. I, I think you feel comfortable with that. So let's pull in a little bit more information on the company. Now, revenues are good. 
but earnings are even better. They've gone from losing 800000 to making $3.4 million, um, in that short period of time. Operating profit's good. Operating income's good. Diluted earnings per share. Um, they had a tough year last year. They diluted shares a lot. But this is why. They're growing. Now, they've been getting closer and closer to cigarette paper mills. They've been investing in two major fields. So they're, they're spending money to get bigger. Higher margin products when countries where um, higher margin products in countries where smoking is still growing, so they're trying to get into the the Russias and the Chinas and the Indias. Now, Schweitzer is actually benefiting from tighter regulations on smoking. For instance, in the 1990s in the United States, we passed a law that basically, if you're smoking in bed, the cigarette goes out, so your bed doesn't catch on fire and burns down the house. This company has the patent on paper that goes out, so that your bed doesn't burn down. I never saw burning bed with Farrah Fawcett, but that's a digression. So since 2000, the United States have started requiring cigarettes to be fire safe this way. Now, such laws are getting so popular in North America that tobacco producers won't even bother making cigarettes that don't have this technology in it. Schweitzer owns at least 70% of North America's cigarette paper market. It stands to get even bigger. Competitors have had quite a while to formulate a competing product, but no one can get around the patent. Now, European Union has mandated that all cigarettes be fire safe by 2011, and Schweitzer officials have hopes for the future. The big deal comes as time goes by and, you know, the regulation moves around the world and more and more countries say, hey, uh, this is a good thing. This is not a bad thing. So anyway, that's a stock that I want you to take a look at. Uh, Again, just from a business model, they do something very unique. They've got a very strong patent. Ticker symbol is SWM, SWM. It pays a 1.1% dividend yield. So it's kind of steady. It's going to benefit from European regulation coming into place. Again, that's one of the reasons I talk politics on the show. I'm really not that politically motivated of an individual, but political reform and political action could obviously create um, you know, game changers. Ticker symbol on this one, if those of you who want to play at home, is SWM, Schweitzer Modi. Uh, SWM. I'm Rob Black. It's the Rob Black Show. You're listening to 9, 10 a.m. Our new tagline is more stimulating talk. I'm going to jump online at talk910.com right now. Interact with my peeps, talk910.com, 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. You're listening to Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Looky, looky, we got open phone lines. 800 345 5639. It's 800 345 5639. Here's a question for you that you can help me answer. Who the heck are the people that go to these judge shows like Judge Judy and Judge Hackett? Who are the people that sit in those fake jury rooms and, and courtrooms? It just creeps me out that Americans have that much time on their hands that they can sit in a fake courtroom and watch people squabble. Who are they? I'm, I got one on right now, Judge Hackett, and I see people in the background just sitting there like they're intrigued. It's almost like they're, they're in a college class on, on stupidity, and they have to go in and watch this stuff. 800-345-5639 to get your calls 
on the air. Joe on the live blog asked about the company I was just talking about. And he says stocks at an all-time high. And what I want you to do is see that the company is interesting to study. They're the Microsoft of cigarette paper. I just went through, in case you missed it, I was just talking about a company called Schweitzer, ticker symbol SWM. And they dominate what they do. What Apple is to iPhones, Schweitzer is to cigarette paper. What Kraft is to mac and cheese. What Philip Morris is to the cigarette market. Speaking of Philip Morris, they're increasing their dividend. I like companies that increase their dividend. If I were to give it to you as a relatable, like some guys like sporty women, some guys like curvy women, some guys like tall women, some guys like short women. To me, very attractive in a stock, very attractive is dividend increases. To me, very attractive in a stock is stock buybacks. I can't lie. I like stock buybacks. It's kind of my play on, I like big butts. Uh, show's starting to peter out of energy. 800-345-5639. I got some content that I have to get to. Philip Morris raising their dividend. Um, 7.4%. I like that. Next content that I have to get to, the Standard Poor's announced that S&P 500 stock buybacks, lowest level since the first quarter of 1998. Now, I just told you that I like stock buybacks, and now S&P 500 companies aren't buying back their stocks. We haven't seen it this low since 1998. What happened in 1998? People were in a buying frenzy. So it made sense for them to say, we're not going to be buying our stocks. Right now, the stock market's up 50% in, over six, in under six months. That's the, the second greatest record of all time as far as stock appreciation goes. Now, again, it fell apart right before it. But it's telling you that Wall Street's not putting their money where their mouth is. Companies aren't doing it. S&P 500 uh, results show that the company spent about $24.2 billion on stock repurchase in the second quarter. That's a 72% decline from the second quarter of last year, 2008, and it's an 86% decline from the buybacks during the third quarter of 2007. So stocks aren't cheap according to stocks, or companies aren't cheap according to companies. It's worthy of noting. I'm trying to save you some money. I'm trying to show you what's, what's working and why. Now, some rank-and-file Senate Democrats. What is a rank-and-file? I'm not even sure what that means. Some rank-and-file Senate Democrats, they're voicing concerns about the sweeping health legislation being crafted by the Senate Finance Committee Chairman Max Baucus. Max Baucus sounds like a, a German flying ace, doesn't he? Sounds like he should be up in the air in a prop plane shooting down Americans. But there you go. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Max Baucus, citing what he describes as excessive burdens placed on some families and concerns about the $880 billion financing of the package. Now, the Montana Democrat intends to introduce a package tomorrow, setting the stage for the Finance Committee action next week. This is it. This is put up or shut up for the Obama administration's plan on health care. It could die here. Next week is going to be a big one. The senator has worked for months to craft a bill that's capable of attracting bipartisan support. His legislation would expand coverage to tens of millions of Americans but leave out a public health option, which is supported by liberals. Senator Buckus has argued that steering the legislation toward the political centers is the best strategy for ensuring passage on the Senate floor. But several Senate Democrats left a briefing with Chairman Monday night saying that they would seek changes. So Democrats, they've got their moment in the sun. They own Congress, and they're blowing it. They're squabbling with each other. 
And it just goes to show you, that's how messed up our system is. And for the record, I've come 180 degrees on that whole uh, senator who screamed at uh, Obama, you lie. I kind of like that. I want us to be more like the Tories. I want us to be uh, angry at each other. I want us to be like the English in their in their um, political asylum. It's insane. They yell at each other. I want more of it. It's more entertaining. In fact, what we could do is merge WWF, World Wrestling Federation, with our Congress. That would be good stuff and darn entertaining. Um, having Hulk Hogan pick up a senator and body slam him. Come on. You'd watch. Now, several um, senators, Senator Ron Wyden, he complained the legislation is asking Americans to commit as much as 13% of their income to buy basic insurance. We have such a crazy tax structure in the United States. If this health care legislation gets through, I assure you, you're going to be spending more money. The question is, is that the system that you want? Is the system that you want automatically coming out of your paycheck? Again, it's, 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 it's damning because what if you're a 19-year-old kid who gets lymphoma? I mean, you got a disease that you're uninsurable for. What if you're 27-year-old who always thinks that they've got medical problems? They, they use the system too much. You know, sniffles equals let's go to the emergency room. We've got a system of, of a crazy amount of different types of patients and I don't know if, if mandatory health care is the right way to go. Again, I'm not going to get into the should our government do this or should it be a state thing or should it be a city thing? You know, the city of San Francisco, they've changed health care options for employees inside the city. Any employee can get health care inside the city of San Francisco. Should it be a city thing? Should it be a state thing? Should it be a federal thing? I don't think it should be a federal thing because, again, I think we have too many types of people in the nation. We've got illegal immigrants. We've got legal immigrants. We've got um, healthy people. We've got fat people. So, I mean, we got all sorts. We've got mental diseased. It's too big of a problem to solve on a federal level, in my opinion. I think it should be city and or state. I'm going to stick to that. And again, uh, I'm not taking away anything from anyone who's got a medical condition when I say that. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Now, there's a guy that I dig, and it's not for the reasons that you think. Rupert Murdoch, he owns Fox, and he's clearly a Republican. And that's not why I dig him. I dig him because he's kind of a groundbreaker uh, trailblazer. He came up with Fox Network. In my lifetime, we've gone from three networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, to four networks, Fox. He did it with the idea of, if we're going to compete, what he did is he started rolling out shows at 8 o'clock on Thursdays. And then he started doing 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock on, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. And then he added a Friday lineup and a Saturday and Sunday lineup later. So what he did was very unique. He did shows like Beverly Hills 90210 that had no chance in the world of hitting 10 million viewers. But they were going to hit 3 million teenagers, and he knew that. So the advertisers got pimples, and they got teeny tiny little cars, things that people who were you know 14 to 30 years old would be buying. So he did very targeted marketing, um, did the X-Files, very targeted marketing, boys and young men with money. So he changed the way advertising works completely. Anyway, he's in the news today. Fox Broadcasting, he says, is benefiting from a rebound in advertising. Ad rates are down only slightly since last September. 
Uh, he said the network had political advertising that added to its results in October through November. So he says the comp- comparables are getting very easy at this point in time. Now, he's talking a little bit about advertising. Okay. He, he talks more. This is what I like. So Rupert Murdoch said today that in 20 to 30 years from now, newspapers are going to be entirely digital. He thinks the medium has a very bright future. Without the overhead of paper, printing plants, and employees to operate them, he said it's going to go all straight to the bottom line. Online piracy and issues like that aside, he's right. The cost structure will be more profitable for newspapers that are able to survive. He also told investors today that he's looking into the possibility of adding subscription products and pay-per-view offerings to his popular website, Hulu, H-U-L-U.com. So when you go to Hulu.com, you're supporting Republican Rupert Murdoch. You're supporting Fox Business News. You're supporting Fox News. I grew up liking the New York Yankees, and my brother David was quick to remind me every time I'd get a Domino's pizza, I was supporting the Detroit Tigers because the owner of the Detroit Tigers also owned Domino's Pizza. So he was very quick to remind me of that. I'm throwing out that thing on Hulu. I love the service Hulu, H-U-L-U.com. Great way to watch television shows. Great way to watch movies. He says, maybe we're going to go to a subscription model down the road. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to Dave and Concord. Hi, Rob. Hi. Um, just wondering your thoughts of what's the over and under on uh, how the Postal Service is going to go in the future. Same as it always has. Yeah, I think it goes same as it always has, Dave. Right now, the Postal Service in California is doing $15,000 buyouts of employees. You quit, we'll give you $15,000 to quit. Um, It's an industry that I think they should go down to five-day delivery instead of six-day delivery. I don't think they should cut out Saturday. I think they should cut out Wednesday. Why? Mm-hmm. I've got right. no reason to say other than Wednesday. I know a lot of small businesses need that Saturday day to get it going, but yeah, it's crazy that I can send a, a piece of mail across the country for under 50 cents. I think it's an right, amazing right. service, but yeah, I don't know if it dies. Appreciate you calling and trying to bail me out, but you don't need okay. to. So Thanks. Yeah, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Who ha- okay, I started the segment by saying, who has the time to sit in in courtroom shows? Who's got the time to sit in Dr. Oz or Oprah? These are the people that we should sterilize. If you've ever been to, to Oprah, we should sterilize you. We should lobotomize you if you've ever seen Dr. Oz or Dr. Phil. That's, that's my medical plan. That's the legislation I'm going to put out there for health care reform. Lobotomize people that see Dr. Phil and sterilize people that go see Oprah. These are the people we don't need in our society. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's talk910.com. I'm going to jump on the blog and I'm going to look at your inane comments at talk910.com. You're listening 910 a.m. 910 a.m. More stimulating talk. I'm John Cobelt. I'm Ken Shampoo. We're the John and Ken Show. Join us weekdays from 3 to 7. Now, Rob Black on 910 a.m. More stimulating talk. Show. I'm Rob Black. 
Make sure you run around the city screaming 9, 10 a.m. Rob Black Show. Give me some advertising like that. One point in time when I did my stock talk show back on CNET, which was on 910, you could drive down 101 and see my big mug on that digital advertising billboard. I don't have any billboards at this point in time, so best thing you could do for me is run around the city and act crazy and say, talk910.com, Rob Black Show, 910 a.m. Got an email. This is kind of interesting. First and foremost, highest paid man in the United States. What do you think it is? Any ideas? How much money do you think the highest paid man makes? Give you a second. Give you a second. You think it's north of fifty million? North of seventy-five million? Highest paid American guy named Aubrey McClendon. He's the CEO of Chesapeake Energy. He makes just a cool hundred and twelve million dollars a year. Got an email from Tim. It says my wife, age forty-nine, and I'm sixty-one. I used to say congratulations on getting a younger wife, but I'm trying to be less and less of a sexist pig. I'm going to be in a 12-step program soon for this. Hi, everyone. I'm Rob, and I'm a sexist pig. Hi, Rob. That's going to be the sexist pig AA meeting combination. Anyway, Tim sends in an email says, I'm 61. My wife's 49. We've always kept our money separate. I just learned my wife has $100,000 of credit card debt. She owes $792,000 on her $925,000 house, has no current income, no savings, and has stopped paying her bills. How can you be married for 11 years and not know this about your spouse? I think, by the way, that's the dumbest thing you could do in the world is keep finances separate. I think the dumbest thing you could do is not talk about it. Money should be talked about openly, and it shouldn't be something that you get contentious about. The way I learned this is that I blew a relationship with the lovely and talented Juliet. When I came out of college, I started a business, and first three years of starting a business, it's tough. And, you know, all she wanted to do was sit on the couch, eat corn chips, and hold my hand. But I was, you know, doing the rat race, trying to get her to a movie, trying to get her to dinner, and then get, you know, the sexy action in. And all she wanted to do was sit on the couch and hold my hand. And I couldn't tell her, like, hey, money's tough, starting a business. Ultimately, she starts her own business at the same time, and our relationship ends up just not having time for each other. But she was lovely and talented. Got to talk about money, Tim. Even if you're 61 years old, you got to do it. So um, he's asking if you should get credit counselors who could reduce your debt by 60%, bankruptcy, or sell the house fast. This is awful. Any advice would help. First and foremost, talk to your damn wife. Talk about money. Her problems are your problems. You're married to her. Next, I would consider credit counselors, but I would not go with a commercial that's here on radio or television. I'd go to Consumer Credit Counseling, CCC ssf.org so it's three c's two s's one f consumer credit counseling services san francisco every major city has these you want to go with the dot orgs not the dot coms anything a business can do you can do so any negotiating of your debt can be done by you it doesn't have to be done with a lawyer it doesn't have to be done with a business now consumer credit counseling will help with some of the debt since your wife has an asset in the home sell the damn home that's my advice. I don't even know why it's a question. She's got uh, $100,000 in credit card debt, which is just ludicrous. So after you sell the home and clear some profits, you're going to have nothing left after you pay off that debt. You're not looking at bankruptcy. That's not even an option. You've got too much equity. Sell the house is the right answer. But again, talk to your wife. 
Why do I even have to have this conversation? It's ludicrous. Let's hit a couple of loose ends that I want to tie up. Healthcare insurance. A lot of people look at premiums alone. A higher premium with low co-payments, it could be better than a lower premium policy. For example, if your doctor's out of network, how much will you pay for each visit? How many of the medications you take are brand name drugs? Many insurers are now charging co-insurance rather than fixed co-pays for generic. Brand name and specialty drugs. Your cost for a specialty drug could be as high as 38%. So don't just look at the premiums alone. You have to look at the details of the plan. That's the biggest mistake people make with healthcare insurance. Next thing is they skimp on, on coverage limits. This could be a costly one. Policies may look attractive because the low premiums and low deductibles, but you may only get $50,000 benefit. You get sick, you have a heart attack. Heart attack's $100,000. Oftentimes I tell dudes, because I refer to men as dudes, I go, dude, you better make sure you love your wife because you ain't got a lot of money. And if you have a heart attack, her best choice of action might be to let you die instead of rushing you to the hospital. Hospitals are very expensive. And if you have a heart attack or cancer, you better have more than $50,000 in your coverage limits. And again, it happens to everyone. Happens to 19-year-old kids. If you believe in God, God is cruel when he gets children chronic illnesses. Cruel. Got to laugh with God, though. Now, I watch my coverage limits. I watch my premiums. And here's the kicker. I try never to use my deductible. I go with the highest deductible possible so I can go with the lowest cost. There are alternatives to COBRA as well. If you lose your job, you may sign up for coverage under COBRA. The federal law lets you keep your health insurance under your former employer's plans for up to 18 months. It's incredibly expensive, COBRA. You don't want to use it if you don't have to. Now, the economic stimulus plans that out there provides a 65% subsidy for COBRA premiums for up to nine months. If you were laid off between September 1, 2008, and December 31, 2009. Now, the average employer policy costs about $4,700 for individuals and twelve thousand dollars for families, so Cobra may be your best option. But again, there's a lot of places out there that you can find out if it is and/or isn't. So people making mistakes with their health insurance. Again, premiums not the only cost. Coverage limits. You really, really don't want to skimp on coverage limits because change it from fifty to one hundred, one hundred, two hundred fifty thousand doesn't cost you that much money. It's the deductible that um, is going to uh, be your big issue. And don't use your health insurance unless you absolutely positively have to. Um, That's one of those important things. I didn't get to my Apple TV. How can it change to survive? Did they even want it to survive? I'll do that story tomorrow. Um, I got some seminars coming up. Not this Thursday, but the following Thursday in Foster City. And then after that in Pleasanton. So if you want to come out, meet and greet. I'm going to do a free beer event in the city probably in October and a free beer event uh, on the peninsula probably in December. Talk about that a little later. Michelle Lerman's going to be on tomorrow. Super attorney. Tuesday, we're going to talk divorce. Friday, we're going to talk jobs. If you're out of a job, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's the Rob Black Show. Talk. No, no, no. It's not talk anymore. Let's scratch that. Go back in time. It's the Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Yeah. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.